0: It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks.
1: Hello, everyone, and our worldwide audience for another episode of the Rescues, Rescuers Radio Show. Uh, it's heard every Thursday, by the way, at 5.30 p.m. at Faith Talk 1360 and faithtalk1360.com. And please go to our website, rescuersradioshow.org where you can hear all of the shows. I think we're up around 110 or 115 right now, somewhere around there. And uh, they're all on podcast once they air at uh, Faith Talk 1360. And uh, you can also donate. We're a a listener-supported program, so feel free to check that out as well. Hey, my guest today is uh, James Fawbush. Communications and Public Affairs Specialist for Assorted Veterans Organizations. We're going to walk through those. Okay. But, James, if we could, uh, before we get into that, uh, before we dig into those things um, so that our, our audience gets to know who you are, uh, give, us a, give us a snapshot or, or a whole story uh, on how you got to this point in your life. Well, uh um, or what? <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: thanks for having me, Art. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I love, um, you know, as we've talked before, I always love radio, so um, I appreciate you bringing me on the program. Um, born and raised here in Phoenix, uh, j- you know, joined the Army in, in 96, and um, I retired in 2016, but along the way, I, you know, I served in, you know, Iraq and Afghanistan and Guantanamo Bay and, you know, Hurricane Katrina, and, uh, you know, I've got... Seven great kids, and i'm you know married and stay and i'm and I'm back here um you know and i just uh stay, stay pretty plugged into the veteran community once once I took my boots off for the last time, I kind of made that transition from from the army to uh you know being a veteran, just being James and not being you know an n c o anymore and you know just kind of kind of figuring out what my bearings were here what you know why do I belong? what am I supposed to be doing now so yeah that's
1: good. At least you have the weight of being a soldier off, off the... Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was... Uh, I, was re- I was about time. I was ready. Yeah. You know, it was, you know, It. Uh, after a while you're looking for something a little bit different. So yeah. for me, uh, but I'm glad I did it. You know, there's no regrets there and the Army took everything that... Um, Seven kids.
1: Yeah. You've been a busy guy. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 so, yeah, there, it ranges in age from, you know, 31 all the way down to 19, you know, so... Wow. Um, nice. Yeah. nice to have them all grown. It is. It is you know, I, will t- <laughs> I will tell you, it is nice to have them. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no I, issues. So. I know that.
1: I know that feeling. So, um, gosh, so while in the Army, uh, you've already touched on it a little bit, but let's go really deep into your Army time. Uh, you were in for 10 years, act, uh, tw- active duty. 20, 20, 20 yeah. Tw- oh, 20 yeah, years. 20, yeah. yeah. And... Um, and you experience you are an experienced soldier with war experience. Kinda of, kinda of share what that was all about. I, I have a particular question 'cause in your in what you just said, Guantanamo Bay, I want to talk about service there, what that's like. Okay. And then um a couple other stops you made and uh you're a welder, you did different things. Tell, tell us about all of that.
2: Yeah, you know, um so for me you know I, I didn't really have any i, I didn't know what i was going to do you know um post high school i just knew that i didn't have any skills i didn't have the money for an education and you know most of the men in my family you know dating back to the civil war um all joined the military so wow. f- so for me you know A we, legacy my, that is yeah so i've got you know all, all my uncles both grandfathers and so for me, it was just kind of a, a natural choice. I didn't see myself in college, at least right away. Yeah. And so, you know, I enlisted. And then the first thing I enlisted for was being a welder. Mm-hmm. And um, I loved it. I had a great time. Most of my NCOs. Did you do that before? No, no. know. <laughs> I went through the Army welding school or, you know, welding oh. course and, and, and did that. And, you know, all my leaders, um, a good majority of my leaders were, you know, they were uh, tail end of Vietnam, um, Desert Storm. That's you my know, era. Yeah, I was in the Air Force during that time. Yeah, so you know, I had I had some I had some decent leadership then, and uh, you know, they kind of directed me and said, "Hey, you're not going to get promoted in this position, so you might as well find something else." And you know, and then I I went to the infantry, and uh, yeah. you know, I, and I and I did that, and I I really enjoyed it um, immensely. And, you know, I made some really good connections with, with guys all over the world that it doesn't matter what happens, how yeah. much time, you know, I'll always have that, that connection with them.
1: So where does welding fit into a,
2: into the Army? Um, you know I, I was Tanks, uh, trucks. Tanks, tanks, trucks, <laughs> yeah. I, you name it, uh, you know, Bradley fighting vehicles. I, I spent uh, my first four years was at Fort Riley, Kansas with the 1st Infantry Division yeah. and, uh, you know, one of the oldest infantry divisions in the Army. And so from there I learned a lot um, about being a man. I think that's that's one of the things yeah. you know, and not just how a soldier, but you know the the stuff that you know men are supposed to do. You know, a, a responsible male, and um, you know those 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 leaders really kind of you know took what my parents had kind of left off left left me at, or you know gave me and, and took me the rest of the way you know to being uh, you know an adult. Yeah. So I never had those instructions. <laughs> 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 we'll talk about
1: that at another time, yeah. but but. um so Guantanamo uh, Guantanamo uh, Bay how what, what's that about
2: I so I, mean, I know what it's about but what did you do there So let me so when I when I left Afghanistan um and here's my tighter radio uh you know I had a little a little experience with some you know radio programming and when I got back from Afghanistan in 2008 I linked up with a, a Vietnam veteran um who had a, a program on him, you know with with a different outlet uh and so he asked me to come on and be a guest, and from there it just kind of blossomed into nice. to doing that. And so I had the opportunity with that under under my belt, and then going to cl- and then taking college classes, you know, some media courses. Um, the R- army offered me afforded me the opportunity to you know take a public affairs unit uh, to Guantanamo Bay, wow. and so I was the uh, senior media relations in COIC. So I worked with, you know, Fox News, CBS. You know, all these yeah. th- these giant outlets, um, international outlets, and, and they'd come in. And, and so we'd, we'd work with them, you know, during the – for military commission trials of, you know, uh, detainees. Wow. So it was it was stressful and exciting all at the same time. I call it kind of like the, the Super Bowl, if you will, of public affairs, <laughs> you know, uh, for me. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed it. I can see that. So,
1: um, you know, for me, I was in the Air Force uh, right out of high school. Mm-hmm. Had no guidance, no anything. I, I just – I just went into the military, and um, and the Air Force looked like it was going to be who knows what it was going to be. I had no idea. Yeah. And um, and I was a I was a in SAC, which doesn't exist anymore. Ninety mm-hmm. second Bomb Wing, and and worked for the real aircraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The ground shakes when they take exactly. off. Exactly. And I was a bomb assembly guy for B fifty twos in nineteen sixty eight and uh I was in from sixty seven to seventy one. Wow. So um yeah, that was that was pretty intense stuff and you're shoved out in the jungle, nobody wants to be around you. <laughs> <laughs> and we're hammering on hammering on boot bombs and You'd have fit really well in the army. It so. was good. <laughs> 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 so um So my gosh, uh, you've been identifying, um, you you had identified through your travels, uh, many veterans groups Mm -hmm. were popping up all over the place, right? And uh, you had to identify the route that you were to take. Uh, Share with us that journey in details and skill sets, the skill that, that God placed before you. How did you get through all of that? And pick your own
2: way, you know, um, and, and, it, and it was, you know, working. I think I noticed when I was doing that um, that program, you know, that that program on, on veterans, you know, each week was I realized there was a need for because I, I would always get questions. Where can I find this? Where You know, and, and it would be whether it would be crowdsourced on, on social media or someone would call me, um, you know. Even in, in Iraq, I was called the mayor, um, and and not that I I asked for it, but because they said you always know the answer, because I would take time. I think as a leader, you make it important to find out. You know, um, if if your soldiers um, ask you a question, you find it out. So mm-hmm. that carried me through. And and the one thing I noticed is I need to I need to get more information out there um, to our veterans. And so I you know I, I created a um, you know a social media platform, or excuse me. On 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 social media, I created a um, a group you know called the Arizona Veterans Forum, and there's yeah. there's one for every state, and it's just a place where veterans can come and ask questions. I'm and, a follower. Think and they, and, yeah. and yeah, I'm yeah. and I'm glad you're there. You know, yeah. and and so, uh, you know, I, I've heard from a lot of people that tell me, hey, that, that I love the group because I'm able to ask a question, and it gets answered, and it doesn't get bogged down, and um, you know, there's a there's a lot of help there, and so that's something I try to do is, is contribute and, and, and connect and link people together with resources, information, and tools. That's awesome. That's an awesome calling. Yeah.
1: So uh, in case you're uh, one of our listeners, it's a little late to the program. Uh, my guest today is James Fawbush communications and public relations or public affairs specialist for a sordid, uh, veterans organizations. Um, so th- the just the words public affairs jumped up at you through that radio show or whatever that was, and I'm assuming in Afghanistan
2: you were working out of the headquarters unit, or were you traveling around? In Afghanistan, I I really kind of stayed because I was an infantryman at the time. Oh, so okay, got it. I wasn't. I had no inkling of radio or that I would even. It right. it wasn't until afterwards that I discovered I really enjoy this. Nice. I, I I love having these these discussions yeah. and. And, and doing what I can to to raise money and um, you know information awareness on on things that are going on in the veteran community and trying to stay plugged in. So in Afghanistan, you know I was running basically infantry operations nice. you know as a, as an infantry squad leader yep. and then from time to time I'd step in for a platoon sergeant, but for the most part it was the day-to day. I think I saw somewhere where you
1: were mentor even mentored by a guy that went back to Desert Storm. Somebody was working with you maybe not. I don't know. I thought I that was in your bio. So uh <laughs> I Arra- don't erase that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, Jeremy. Uh so uh you you've you had uh, multiple skill sets and choices to make, right? Yeah. yeah. And you decided on this. This this is the career field uh, I'm gonna stay in. Yeah. yeah. So uh I was on my way uh in my last uh year of the Air Force. I was in Fairchild Air Force Base up in Spokane. And uh, there was a broadcast school born in Spokane. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, I always wanted to do that. Yeah, Because uh, I would go to stare at the disc jockeys in, at, through the windows, you know, back in Akron, Ohio, where I'm from. And uh, so I just kind of thought, okay, let's do that. Yeah. And and I'm I'm closing real fast on the 50th anniversary and doing this. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just been fun. And, and, and you get to talk to so many people Mm -hmm. and from various uh, disciplines and so forth and lifestyles and whatever. And in your case, the, in the VA world, it's, it's crowded, right? You've got, so when you say there was a lot of veterans uh, groups forming and you had to kind of wade through that, decide what direction
2: do I want to take? How'd that work out for you? You know, it worked out really good because, you know, working with a lot of these nonprofits out there, um, you know, or, or people that they have an idea and they want to create something. Uh, and instead of saying, hey, you know, you, you want to create, you know, um, an organization, there's already an organization that's doing that. So why don't you support that? Or, you know, I would connect them. And, and usually that would, would happen. And so, you know, I try and stay uh, committed and engaged with, with the nonprofits, you know, here locally in yeah. Phoenix. And, you know, when I see opportunities of grants coming up where they might be able to get more funding, they can, you know, do do a little bit more outreach for veterans, yeah. you know, or veteran families. You know, even, you know, I worked for, um, I was a military liaison for a nonprofit for a few years. And, you know, being able to raise money and go out and meet with, you know, uh, these uh, these units these soldiers you know the i would say the the ones that probably need the most help you know whether it's keeping the lights on you know food in the fridge things like that you know i really got a uh a sense of uh, uh of joy and and you know belonging because you want to belong to something that's bigger than you that's the way i feel about it. i've learned so much through your uh Arizona veterans forum there's a
1: lot of hurting guys out there mm-hmm. men and women and um you know, I, I kind of went through, there's, hard, there's hard times when there's a war going on and you're, you know, all of the things that you dealt with and, and, um, and, but not to read some of these stories of, of people reaching out for what you think might be the simplest of things to exist,
2: to live. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you you're, you're, a, you're, trying to find a way to help them yeah and 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 everybody the one thing i've noticed is you know a lot of veterans um especially the ones that have been involved in combat they're all in a different place in their life um you know some some might have you know if if they have ptsd or you know some other you know injury um you know maybe it's a limb or you know something like that they're all in a different spot in their life so um, one of the things you know you, you want to try and do, or at least you know when I'm talking to somebody, is um, you know, and 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 they're they're talking about you know how can we help this individual. I said the best thing we can do is, is listen and get them connected with the right resources. And there's so many resources out there, you know, for veterans to a- yeah. you know access. But uh, yeah, it it, it does. Uh, there is a lot of veterans out there that are hurting, and and but I think with you know um, programs like yours the Arizona veterans forum it allows them you know, the opportunity to kind of wade through that and figure out what works for them. Yeah. So, tell me something about Salute
1: Media. Okay. <laughs> you, you created that.
2: Yeah, I, I did and um, you know, I I put it on the back burner for a bit but uh it's I've been working on it uh it's it's basically it it's a um it's a website where uh, or, or an organization that I, I created a company where um, you know I, I try and hire veterans if I can, but you know we tell stories, do interviews, um, you know videos, um, you know uh, podcasts, things like that. And so I stood that up, you know, towards the end when I retired in 2016, and then I took a, a small break from it because I figured I need to get kind of get my bearings, you know. Now that I'm, and I and I'm at the point in my life where you know the um, you know you go to media, you dot know, com it uh, it's just a good place to where um, you can connect with other veterans. And I'm going to actually incorporate the Arizona veterans forum into that website. Into that. Okay. And so, you know, for me, it was, it was a way for me to, I guess, express myself and then tell those veterans stories. A great title. There. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. And, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> and I, uh, you know, we have a tagline for it, you know, and it's, um, you know, um, serving the stars behind the stripes, Oh, nice. you know, type. And, and so, you know, for me, you know, I had a hard time. I think when I took off my uniform, you know, that was my identity as a young man all the way till, you know, my 40s was was being a soldier. Now I've I've made that transition. Okay, I'm not tied to you know Sergeant First Class James Fawbush anymore. Now I'm just James Fawbush, the veteran. That's working to help other veterans and and the goals and 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 what they wanted to achieve.
1: So you did that for a number of years, mm-hmm. I guess, at the uh, VA hospital here in Phoenix, right? Uh, so you mean salute or or just well,
2: you were in the PR department? I, I worked there yeah. for yeah for about two years. Okay, and and um, you know I, I don't work there anymore, but I you know I, I continue the same thing where you know if I. If I run into veterans, you know, I always direct them to either nonprofits or the VA. You know, get them connected with with the right resources. Yeah. You know, to to assist them and and help them. Uh, and when I say them, you know, veterans, caregivers, you know, people looking for information, because yeah. you you get that all the time. You know, the the you know, there's so many resources and, and programs out there to help. It's hard to know which one that you know to access. So you know, I, I try and act as a conduit, even though I'm not there anymore and i'm and and i'm working more on the private side you must have a huge spreadsheet (laughs) (laughs) if you're looking at all of them right because there's 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 so many yeah there is so many out there and there's some really really good ones here you know locally um and and they're ran by fellow veterans that's so so give me a guess
1: uh how many vets do you think have been touched and are touched with the services that you provide through the forum um probably hard to calculate probably but.
2: hard to, but but thousands i mean i've i've you know i can tell you i can you know give you a testimonial about you know about that page or that group is that uh you know veterans will say you know i'll i'll run into a you know a, a veteran event and i'll have a veteran that'll that'll come to me and say oh you're James i love your group i've done this i found this thank you you know i had a a social worker you know for the county or you know and and they pointed me in the in, in the right direction um and then there's times where you have a, a veteran that will cry out for help, and the next thing you know, you're call, you're contacting, you know, um, and, and when I say I, having a hard time, I'm talking about, you know, they're 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 suicidal, um, yeah. you know, they've got PTSD, but we've been able to save some veterans. So oh, for me, the, if just one, I mean, that's 100% worth it, yeah. you know. And
1: the pandemic didn't help. No, the pandemic didn't I mean, help. all of the spikes were suicide, addictions, Correct. domestic Correct. violence. Yeah. I mean, all of it was on the plate, right? Yeah. So um uh and in the veteran world that that can depending on where they were wh- where they are in that walk could be pretty hard. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, I didn't have money uh, to go to college either, so I never went to college. <laughs> I went to broadcast school. Yeah. And uh and I at the time that I got out of the service and went to that broadcast school was the first year of the uh Veterans Bill. Okay. So oh the I had, GI Bill. The GI Bill. Yeah. So I had it all paid for. <laughs> <That's one>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, that's that's really good. So um I I've been in been using those services at least that time and it launched me into where I am now. <laughs> but, but um so my gosh. Um uh tell me tell me some uh some interesting you, you I mean you can't get name names or anything like that. And you're at the crust of this. You deal with some really hard issues, right? Do yeah. You, do you have a, uh, a you know share something with us that gives an idea of what a typical call to you
2: would be? Um, from, from maybe the worst to the best. From from the worst, yeah. uh, I would have to say, you know, um, you know, we did have a veteran. Uh, in Tucson. And unfortunately, you know, he, he'd seen a lot of combat. He was a Marine Corps veteran. Yeah. And, and I think this, you know, suicide really, it, it touches on me because, you know, it, it's preventable. Yeah. Um, but not to the person that, that's been, that, that, um, you know, is being affected for them. They don't see any other way, but for you and I and somebody outside that situation, you know, that might not be on that scale right now. Um, you know, they, we don't, and so you know, we had a Marine Corps veteran who had you know a, a lot of combat time, and you know, just one day he posted and, and he, he posted that you know he he was done with it and he was gonna um, he was gonna do it, and ultimately he did, and there was nothing we could do. Wow! And so stuff like that, it 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 sticks to you. You know, I went to bed, and and you're staying up. You know, my wife and I have stayed up. It sure hurt. It does. Yeah. You know, you're up at midnight. You know, one one o'clock in the morning. We're we're talking to people, trying to figure out, trying to get help. You know, get the police fire someone to locate these veteran. You know, when, when a veteran does go into distress, yeah. it's really really hard. So that's you know that's the hardest one. But the the great ones are the ones where you get a call that a veteran you know doesn't have any food, um, you know doesn't have any uh, any fuel uh, to to heat their home, electricity, things like that. Yeah. And so it's kind of a, a virtual passing of the cap, if you will. Yeah. And you know we collect funds and get uh, donations. And I know this person from this program this person from this nonprofit, and you get everybody together and the next thing you know you know a veteran you know he'll call me or my wife or someone else and say you know thank you so much and it wasn't you know and and I would always say it's not just me it's it's a lot of other people you know we're all sticking together or we're all part of one team and 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 to take care of each other so that these veterans don't fall through the cracks and they know that someone does care and you know we're going to do the best we can to help them absolutely yeah and and do you actually take
1: things to homes
2: and and do you get that close we we have that? um uh i mean furniture i've yeah. i've gone to where you know i've i've uh you know have helped pay you know three four months worth of rent to get veterans that are homeless get get the uh, the apartments furnished yeah. you know um go grocery shopping buying diapers formula things like that um so I've done a lot of a lot of that work and it 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 really is um an amazing and it, and, it, and it makes you you know, you feel um, not only compassionate, um, but I guess um, relieved that you can help. You know, there's something that you can do with the assistance of others, and that's the that's the good thing is working as a team to you know for one common goal, and that's to support the veteran. Well, what's next?
1: You're you're taking on some new responsibilities uh, out of Washington, right?
2: Um, yeah, um, um, I am. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know much about uh, <laughs> uh, about about that so much. So I just you know, I, I I'm, I'm going to attempt to learn the ropes yeah. um, and I think I'll do pretty well at it. But, you know, my my focus here is is Phoenix and, you know, to, to continue to work with these, you know, these nonprofits that I work with and these individuals that that have these opportunities and, you know, um, you know, these these budgets that allow us to go out and 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 really impact. Um, the you know the veteran community and and um, you know helping them um, you know I always say I I don't care about you know do you not have to give me 10 percent off my bill you know or you know I, I don't want that. How about, you know, maybe some education benefit, you know, or or something that's really tangible. Sure. Um, and so for me, you know, when we go out and we, we meet with, you know, community leaders and members, you know, they'll ask, well, how can we help? And that's that's when we do it. And I would I would
1: think I don't know for sure, but I would think from hearing you now, uh, somebody has to find a skill. Uh, you can show them a shop where they can do that. You yeah, know, they can learn that welding skill or auto part, whatever that is. Yeah. You can get them into a, a, at least on a new road. Exactly. As far as that goes, so um, my goodness, I it's just great to have you here and and uh, to see how how well the AZ uh, Veterans Forum. Now you probably you have people from
2: outside of Arizona as well. Yeah, you know what, in. we do have one in every state. You know, That's we, we it was so popular here, we created one for every state. That's so good. Okay,
1: James Fawbush, uh Public Relations person for uh many vets associations but primarily the arizona veterans forum of which you're the founder of and uh you know what you are a rescuer thank you for all you do god bless thank you and thanks for being on the show